Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. It's really a pleasure to have you with me. And uh, my next guest is Cynthia Flynn. She's been, of course, with us many times before. Um, But today we're going to talk about something special. Um, Cynthia is a managing partner at Hackler Flynn & Associates in Pasadena, California, a terrific law firm that does a lot of great things for a lot of great business owners. And today we're going to talk about COVID-19 and how it's affecting business owners in particular. Uh, Cynthia, uh, thanks so much for joining me once again today. I hope you, all is well with you. Yes, thank you so much, Bill. It's great to be here. You sound as 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 fun as ever. So <laughs> thanks a lot for for joining me. Uh, sounds like you're you're doing okay. Are you uh, uh, getting a lot of questions from business owners about how COVID nineteen is going to affect their business? We are getting bombarded with questions. I think every client we've ever had has come to us in the last two weeks for guidance on on this and how to deal with this, whether it's, you know, the new sick leave policies or the expanded FMLA or do I lay people off or do I furlough them? I mean, we are getting a lot of questions on this. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. And there's, you know, the government with its uh, programs – comes out with a, a, a ton of information, um, lays mm-hmm. it out on everybody, and then of course people are saying, "Well, I, I don't. I, I run a business. I, I, you know, I run a manufacturing business or a service business. I don't understand all this stuff. I need some help interpreting this." Let's start with um, how how, th- how are things at Hackwood Flint and Associates? How has your business been impacted by COVID nineteen, Cynthia? You know we. We've run a remote law firm since day one, so everyone was already set up just internally to work from home and have that social distancing. Um, You know, they were always welcome to come into the office, of course, to meet clients or to work or to do depositions, but um, our firm has been, you know, essentially remote since day one. Um, but it's our clients who are obviously very much being impacted. Said manufacturing companies, you know, they were wondering, well, am I essential? <laughs> am I not essential? I don't know where I fall in this. So it's it's been very, very busy over these last few weeks. But um, with so many businesses having to furlough people or lay them off, I mean, I imagine we'll see um, work start to dry up as well pretty soon. Yes, uh, you hopefully not for very long that's that's always the big mm-hmm. question it's like in mm-hmm. in uh, in recessionary times we always see layoffs and furloughs but it all happens so quickly and the question is well is this a v-shaped recovery that we're hopefully going to be looking at once we get the all clear signal um what what are you seeing companies do more of layoffs or furloughs right now 
You know, it's it's a it's it's both. Um, the labor commissioner has said, for purposes of issuing a final paycheck, it could be this. It's the same thing that you need to pay your employees any accrued vacation time or any you know business related expenses. So we're seeing that a lot. Um, we are guiding clients on what furloughs look like as far as if they wanted to cut salaried you know, employees down 25% and have them work a little bit less during the week. But then, you know, you have wage and hour issues sometimes if you do that. Um, and we're just seeing both right now. You know, I thought originally it was going to be more furloughs and now it's, it's pretty much equal between the two. Yeah, and to complicate matters more, of course, some of the government programs um, reward you for keeping employees on payroll, but the question is, will you mm-hmm. get money quick enough from them so that you don't go broke yourself? It's, it's, it makes for a lot of complication. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's really come into play that I'm sure you deal with is the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So that was signed into law, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it went into effect uh, yesterday, actually, uh, April 1st. And it is to help businesses with, um, well, first off, it applies to all employers with less than 500 employees. And then there's an exemption specifically for businesses with fewer than 50 employees. And the Department of Labor just clarified what that exemption is. You have to meet one of three things. Um, one, that the paid sick leave costs would exceed available revenues and cause the business to cease operating. Two, absence of certain employees, absence of certain employees would entail a substantial risk to the financial health or operational capabilities of the small business because of their specialized skill knowledge of the business or responsibilities. And then three is there are not sufficient workers who are able, willing, and qualified and who will be available at the time and place needed to perform labor or services provided by the employee or employees requesting paid sick leave or expanded family and medical leave. And these labor or services are needed for the small business to operate. So that's a big question I've been getting recently. Well, what is an exempt business? And then, of course, what it does is it modifies the Family Leave Act and it creates an emergency paid sick leave act. Okay, so uh, how do um, employers decide whether or not they should, um, what they should do with regards to that? Obviously, they call you, but is there some, would you prefer they read something first or, or get clear about it before they get in touch with your firm? Um, Probably because the biggest thing I see clients wondering is whether or not California's uh, stay-at-home order triggers FMLA, the expansion of FMLA, and the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. And, um, you know, you can use the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act for specific reasons. So for one, for instance, is the government quarantine or isolation order. But our understanding is that, you know, California stay-at-home order is not the same as a government quarantine or isolation order. 
there are specific de definitions to what quarantine means and what isolation means. And so even though we are on a blanket stay-at-home order, it doesn't necessarily mean that your employees automatically qualify for the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. So there's a lot of nuances, um, but you can find out you know, some great information um, on the Department of Labor website. They are addressing more and more questions and frequently asked questions. So that's, that's been helpful. They've been updating that fairly regularly. You know, it's it's also complicated. Um, we really need you at this point <laughs> to be, you know, to be our interpreters as business owners. But one question I have is, you know, we've always heard that uh, if you are going to terminate or lay off an employee, you have to have, uh, you know, their their final paycheck ready and all that kind mm -hmm. of a thing. Um, but of course, nowadays with so many employees working remotely, how do you handle that? What what are some of the ways that employees employers are um, uh, legally terminating people and taking care of things? Are they, are they doing it by Zoom? Or, I mean, what, what's going on with, with layoffs? Yeah, yeah well, some uh, companies have laid off their staff in an email. Um, I think it's uh, maybe a little cold. Um, if you can do it via Zoom, if you have your employees working remotely, that is probably a better way to go. Um, but like you mentioned, with that final paycheck, you want to make sure they get their final paycheck um, at the same time as uh, of termination. And so when you have a work staff working remotely, you can't necessarily provide that. So our recommendation is, is like for today, for Thursday, if you plan on letting everyone go tomorrow, overnighting their checks to them today so that they get it tomorrow and you can have that conversation with them. And hopefully you can have it with them before the mail is delivered so it's not a complete shock, but that's what we recommend. Or if you go ahead and have that conversation with your staff today, that you overnight them and pay them in full for tomorrow as well. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. So a lot of, a lot of planning has to go into mm -hmm. effect and you don't want to, uh, tell someone that they're laid off and, and miss their paycheck, even over a weekend, then um, you, you technically would have to pay them over the weekend. Isn't that right? Uh, it depends on how, you know, your uh, pay periods look. But if you oh. are, but yeah, if you have them typically work Saturdays or Sundays, um, then yes, definitely. Um, and then you want to give them their, so if your typical work day or work week is Monday through Friday, or I guess technically Sunday through Saturday, and you terminate them on that Friday, then theoretically, yes, you should pay them also probably that Monday um, so that you can overnight them that check and then they get it on Monday. Okay. <laughs> a lot to think about. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. can, you t can you talk a little about uh, the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act, if you didn't we didn't cover that in the other act, right? This is a whole different thing, right? It is, yes. It still falls under the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, but it's that, and that is broken down into the expansion of FMLA, the FMLA modifications, and then the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. And what that allows for is for your full-time employees, they get 80 hours of paid sick leave, 
And for your part-time employees, it's the average number of hours worked over a two-week period. And this includes things like the government quarantine or um, isolation order, if someone specifically falls under that, or if it's doctor-advised self-quarantine, quarantined during um, COVID-19 symptoms. So that's really what's covered. It also includes caring for someone who's under the quarantine or isolation order, caring for a child due to school closure or child care closure. Um, and and it, it does not carry over from year to year. This is in addition to any leave program that an employer may already have in place. And um, one note though, is that an employer cannot require that regular paid leave be used first. So some nuances okay. there. But honestly, Bill, the biggest question I'm getting from our clients is, oh my gosh, how am I gonna pay for this? And I do wanna note that there are some tax credits available. Um, under both the Family Medical Leave Act and the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act, there's a credit for 100% of wages paid under this act against quarterly payroll taxes. And um, this credit cannot exceed the tax owed, but wages paid in excess of payroll taxes will be treated as a tax overpayment and refunded. So I think we're gonna see some more guidance from the Department of Treasury and then course, check with your CPA for more information. They can probably guide you through that aspect. That's always good advice. And, you know, the, I think, again, back to some of these issues that I'm hearing about or that people uh, um, see everything that's involved in the CARES Act. It all sounds great when it comes out, you know, in, on paper, but when people mm -hmm. really start digging into getting short-term, the, the loans and the, the programs and the packages that are available, um, it's really, really uh, difficult to get through to, a, a, for instance, a bank about about short-term funding and things along those lines. So um, people really have to be patient and, and just be persistent uh, in getting some of these uh, relief packages that are available through the government. And, of course, get good counsel uh, and understand what, you know, make sure you're doing everything correctly. Now, Cynthia, if, if someone wants to furlough someone, as opposed to lay mm -hmm. them off because they think, you know, mm -hmm. I think we'll get through this. Is there a, a, a duration of time that they can do that for? Uh, furloughs typically one year or less. Um, and, you know, whenever you're talking about reducing hours, you can do that with your hourly staff or your non-exempt staff fairly easily, right? You can just have them work less per week and then just not pay them for those, you know, hours um, unless reporting time pay applies. But for your exempt employees who are entitled to a full salary, if you want them to, you know, reduce their number of hours worked, you want to be careful that that exempt salary that you're paying them does not fall below the minimum salary threshold in California. And right now, that's $54,080 if you are over, um, if you are 26 or employees or more. So <laughs> something to keep in mind. And then, of course, okay. if you are uh, 25 employees or less, it's 49920 Now, back during the Great Recession of, of 2008, et cetera, um, there were state programs, were there not, that, that helped um, make up um, 
salaries of employees who were furloughed. Was was that not the case? Yeah, yes, and you know, um, right now, um, both a layoff and a furlough employee, assuming eligibility requirements are met, could entitle them to unemployment. So, you know, oh. even a furloughed employee could be entitled to unemployment. Now, that's something I didn't know. For for partial unemployment or to the extent of their yes. their pay reduction, is that how that would work? Yeah, exactly, yes. It would be some form of benefits, and I would encourage them to apply and then um, see what they get. Perfect. That's great. That's good to know. And, of course, there's there's another uh, frust, uh, kind of frustrating exercise is to try to get through, um, get some information on unemployment from the unemployment mm-hmm. uh uh, department, forget it, because it's so crowded right now because of, it, it's just got overwhelmed. So uh, there again, um, that's uh, maybe perhaps something that people could uh, get in touch with you and ask you some of these questions. It, your your job is to help people navigate some of these, these rough waters, and you do a great job with that. Um, you off, you're offering a, a free employment law checklist, are you not? I am, yes. So okay. any you know, business owners who want to make sure they are buttoned up on the employment side, I'm happy to send you our checklist. And, you know, Bill, something else we're starting to put together is a coronavirus action plan so that if or when, really, somebody in your team gets coronavirus, what you need to do as as a business. So I'm happy to send that over as well to anyone oh, who, who wants it. Okay, how do they how do our listeners take advantage of those offers? So they can email me. Uh my email address is Cindy C I N D Y at hacklerflinlaw dot com and that's H A C K L E R F L Y N N L A W dot com. That's or great. I really appreciate that might be easier. Or call the <laughs> what's the best number for them to call for the office? Uh three two three two four seven seven zero three zero. Terrific. Cindy, you always bring a ray of sunshine into a, a kind of a dark world here. You really help <laughs> our listeners understand, <laughs> you know, some of these comp some of these areas are very complex, obviously, and uh, you know, it's it's very nice that they can call your office, get in touch with you, receive the coronavirus action plan or the free employment law checklist. Terrific stuff for our listeners to, to use, and we encourage you, uh, call Cindy Flynn at Hackler Flynn & Associates. Uh, do not do not delay, because the, the longer you wait on some of these issues, the more it can cost you in pain and dollars. Um, and you need to take advantage of some of these programs that are available and find out about them early on. So once again, Cindy, thank you so much for joining me today. It's really been a pleasure to talk with you, and I always look forward to uh, uh, when we have an interview. Thank you, Bill. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 